tune in to the Forefront Radio, www.anchor.fm slash the Forefront. Listen every week on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, and many other platforms. that God had to put in the Bible. All of a sudden, it don't matter. That's what Christianity does. Christianity will have you thinking that you're on an equal footing with your oppressors. But the Bible says that that the day is going to come where the Lord said that he will save us from the hand of our enemies and all that hate us. All of a sudden, we can't think no more. They say, well, who does this think? Who is this talking about? Who needs saving? Like I said, look at each other. Look at the condition we're in. So when I put that back together with what the brother said on the street, when he said, none of y'all are supposed to be poor, that registered in my mind that day. Not one of us is supposed to be poor at all. Our forefathers worked in this country for over 300 years of free slave labor, and we didn't get paid a dime. You are now listening to The Forefront Radio. I'm your host, Afio Levi Israel. When we consider the last uh, topic of conversation, we had an episode called Jesus was always black. And in this episode, we had a few commenters and I like to address those concerns that some of the commenters had on this episode by answering the question, why does color matter? Color matters as far as the historical accuracy of the greatest people and the greatest person to walk on the earth. We know of the miracles that Jesus the Christ, we know of the geographical location, the historical figures involved that persecuted him, such as the Romans, right? But we don't know exactly who he was and what he looks like, nor his people. They're considered lost tribes, and no one can figure out out of these thousands of years who they are. Does that even make sense to you? When you look at, for example, in places like Russia and in the old churches in Ethiopia, how they clearly depict Miriam or Mary as black, Jesus as a baby as black, and other people of the diaspora of the Hebrews as black, such as James, Peter, Paul, Moses, David, Solomon, all these people are in artworks dating as far back as the time of the Greeks as black. But yet we come to Europe, we come to America as slaves, 
They enslave us as a nation of people, put us on slave ships, remove our identity, then turn around and say, worship this image as the Messiah. Worship this at the point of death. Worship this Caucasian image because this is the image that we want you to see as the image of God. You are now listening to The Forefront Radio, where we discuss history, the Bible, the history of the Israelites, science, and other matters. Bring it out. The history of the Blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans as it relates to the Bible. Who were you prior to slavery? Who were you prior to colonization? These answers and more can be seen and heard as you listen to The Forefront Radio. Revelation chapter 14 and verse 9. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast and his image and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation, and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. Why is it recorded in the Bible that the Creator will destroy with fire and brimstone those that worship worship a particular image and we're going to show you more proof of who he's going to destroy and has indignation against? Isaiah chapter 34, Come ye, ye nations to hear and hearken ye people. Let the earth hear and all that is therein, the world and all things that come forth of it. For the indignation of the Lord is upon all nations and his fury upon all armies. He have utterly destroyed them and have delivered them to the slaughter. Now, folks, this has not happened yet. This has not happened yet. Verse three, the slain also shall be cast out and their stink shall come up out of their carcasses, and the mountains shall be melted with their blood, and all the hosts of heaven, and all the hosts of heaven shall be dissolved, and the heaven shall be rolled together as a scroll, and all their hosts shall fall down, as the leaf falleth off from the vine, and as a, a falling fig from the fig tree. For my sword shall be bathed in heaven, behold, it shall come down upon Idumea, and the people of my curse to judgment. So hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. God said that he has a particular group of people that he is going to pour his wrath and indignation upon. And he identifies in Isaiah 34, while he's gathering all the nations, he's identifying I do Mia. Let's look on freedictionary.com. Idumea, Edom, Edom, an ancient country of Palestine between the Dead Sea and the Gulf of Agaba. According to the Bible, the original inhabitants were descendants of Esau. Another definition, a nomadic people descended from Esau. Number two, the son of Esau, who was supposed ancestor of this nation. Number three, the ancient uh, people 
the, the ancient kingdom of this people situated between the Dead Sea and the Gulf of Agapa. Okay, that's a little too vague here, right? So let's find out more about Idumea. We're going to look at, let's see, let's see. Ah, here's a definition. Another name for the city of Edom, meaning red, meaning red, meaning red, located south of the Dead Sea in the west of Araba, home of Herod the Great. So Herod, who was the one that instituted the persecution of the Judeans and the early followers of Jesus the Christ, they persecuted the people, right? And they were from Idumea. Oh, okay, they were from Edom, okay. So Edom was going against the Jews or Judea. And we know from earlier episodes that the Jews or Judea or the people of Judah are black according to Jeremiah chapter 14, verse two. And we'll read that briefly because people are still confused why color matters. Why does this particular information matter? We will see. Jeremiah chapter 14 and verse two. Judah mourneth and the gates thereof languish. They are black, they are black, they are black unto the ground. So now let's look on Bible Hub for the topic of Idumea. Let's look. The name given by the Greeks, the Greeks to the land of Edom of, or Mount Seir, which extended originally from the Dead Sea to the Elenat Gulf of the Red Sea. Okay, so we know that these people groups, right, the Idumeans, lived in an area that was originally given to the Horites. They dispossessed the Horites and lived according to Idumeans of history in Genesis 14, verse 6, Genesis 36, verse 2, Deuteronomy 12, verse 2. The true Idumeans or Edomites were of the name implies descendants of Edom or Esau, the elder brother of Jacob. These were the dukes and princes that lived during the time of the dukes in Genesis 36. Okay, so these people groups, these people groups are clearly, are clearly the people groups known of that have many predictions foreshadowed of their destruction in Obadiah chapter 1, verse 1 through 21, Jeremiah 49, Ezekiel 34 that we just read, Revelation chapter 14, Revelation chapter 18, and many other areas in the Bible that says that the nations will be destroyed, or the heathen shall be destroyed, or Edom shall be destroyed, or Idumea shall be destroyed. God is specific. God is specific in who he's talking about, okay? So now we know for a fact that these are the ancestors of the Greco-Romans. So why is color important? Genesis chapter two, verse seven, God made man of the dust of the ground. The deeper you dig, the darker it gets, it's black. Different gradations of black. Jeremiah chapter 14, verse two, they are black. The tribe of Judah, they are black into the ground. If you're confused on that, Job chapter 30, verse 30, where he talks about his complexion. My skin is black upon me. Song of Solomon, the greatest, wisest man outside of Jesus the Christ, said, I am black, I am black, I am black. In Song of Solomon chapter one, verse five, Lamentations chapter four, verse seven, 
through 8 says their visage or their facial features is blacker than cold. Lamentations chapter 5 verse 10, our skin was black because of the terrible famine. Jeremiah chapter 8 verse 21, I am black. For the herd of the daughter of my people, I am black. So black is all throughout the Bible. The description of the Hebrews are all throughout the Bible, but most people don't read. Most people don't study this thing. And then when you look and examine the comparison between the children of Israel and the black Egyptians, the children of Israel and the black Ethiopians, such as Amos chapter uh, 9, verse 7, that says, are you not like the children of Ethiopia unto me? Genesis chapter 4, verse 7 through 8 and 23 says Joseph was mistaken for an Egyptian. Exodus chapter 2, verse 19 says Moses was mistaken for a black Egyptian, a black Egyptian. When you look at Acts chapter 21, verse 37 through 39, you see that Paul, the leader of the teaching of the dispersed diaspora of the Hebrews throughout the land of the Gentiles, this man was compared to a black Egyptian. Exodus chapter 4, uh, Moses' skin turns white and then turns back to his original color, which was black, different shades of brown. A curse that was placed on Miriam in Numbers chapter 12, verse 9 through 12, when she was talking smack about Moses, was that her skin turned white. That was a curse. So what color was she before? Don't tell me color doesn't matter. Don't tell me color doesn't matter. Run through a red light at 100 miles per hour and say color doesn't matter. Daniel chapter 9, verse 5 through 6. The color of likened color to polished brass. This description of a vision that Daniel saw about the Messiah in Daniel chapter 10, verse 5 through 6, says that he looked at the man and this man was likened color, likened color to polished brass. What's the color of brass? Brown. What people groups on the earth are different gradations of brown? Figure that out. Revelation chapter 1, verse 14 through 15 says his feet was likened to fine brass burned in a furnace. So now you mean to tell me that the greatest man to walk upon the earth, Jesus the Christ, says, it says in the Bible, I didn't write the Bible, it says that his feet was likened to fine brass. So if I look at your feet, you're telling me that the top of your feet doesn't look like the rest of your body? It doesn't look like your, your legs and your arms and your feet? What's the point of this, one may ask? Because that's the question many listeners are saying now. Forefront Radio, what's the point of this? Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 15 through 68 talks about generational curses that have been placed on the children of Israel. One of those curses included yokes of iron upon their necks, their sons of daughter and daughters being taken into slavery, captivity, verse 41. And the caveat is that the key factor to look at is in verse 68, where it talks about being into Egypt or bondage or slavery again with ships. Who did that happen to? Leviticus 26, verse 14 through 46 says the same thing. First Kings chapter eight, verse 44 through 47 talks about the children of Israel being carried away into captivity and the God of heaven will bring them back out of captivity, out of slavery, globally. Joel chapter three, verse one through six says that the children of Judah and the children 
of Israel were sold to the Greeks. Greeks is the white man. So what race of people was sold into slavery by the Arabs and the indigenous Africans to the Greeks or the descendants of the Greeks, the Europeans, the Americans? You really, you really got to be stupid if this doesn't make sense to you. You really lack sense if these biblical passages do not make sense to you. I, I can't make you understand this. Reading is fundamental. Read it for yourself. I'm giving you the verses to go back, look it up for yourself. Joel chapter 3, verse 1 through 6, Deuteronomy 28, 15 through 68, Leviticus 26, 14 through 46, Luke chapter 21, verse 20 through 24. Let me read it. Because some of y'all, y'all, even if I give it to you, you still won't read it. Let me read it in the New Testament. Because some of y'all believe in the Bible, right? I know I do. I, I love the Bible. Let's read it. Luke chapter 21, verse 20. And when ye shall see Jerusalem compassed with armies, then know that the desolation thereof is nigh. When did that happen? 70 AD, when the Romans, the descendants of the Idumeans or Edom, came in and destroyed the land of the black Judeans. Remember we read in Revelation, in, uh, in Revelation that Jesus the Christ was black, was black and his feet was so dark it looked like it burned in a furnace. So his people groups, he's warning his people group that there's going to come a time when those that are in Jerusalem are going to be encircled with armies and there's going to be destruction to this place and you're going to have to leave your homeland of Northeast Africa. Then it says, for these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. What things? The things that are prophesied in the scriptures that I just gave. Deuteronomy 28, verse 15 through 68. For example, here's one. Deuteronomy 28, verse 64. This had to be fulfilled. Deuteronomy 28, verse 64. And the Lord shall scatter thee among all people from the one end of the earth, even unto the other. And there thou shalt serve other gods, which thou shalt, which neither thou nor thy fathers have known, even wood and stone. And among these nations shalt thou find no ease, neither shall the sole of thy foot have rest. But the Lord shall give thee there a trembling heart and failing of eyes and sorrow of mind. So who did this happen to that, that was scattered or dispersed or put in a diaspora in all nations to serve false gods and be forced to worship in the wooden idolatry of modern Christianity and the stone idolatry of Islam. This happened to the so-called Blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans. What am I reading? The Bible. Let's go back to Luke chapter 21, verse 20. Let's read verse 24. And they, this is Jesus talking to the Jews, and they shall fall by the edge of the sword, meaning what? The Romans are going to come and make war with the people of the Bible. What's going to happen next? Watch this. And Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles. So let's read it again. And they shall fall by the edge of the sword and shall be led away captive into all nations. Captives. Okay, let me read it slowly. And they shall fall by the edge of the sword and shall be led away captive into all nations. Google search, 
What group of people went into slavery into all nations? Hmm, let's see. All righty. Let's see here. History of slavery spans through many cultures, nationalities, and religions from ancient times to the present day. Let's see here. According to Wikipedia, there's a history of slavery throughout Africa, the Americas, the Middle East, Asia, Europe, Oceania, as well as the abolition of slavery. There was slavery of the indigenous peoples, according to Wikipedia. There are countries that still have slavery going on today in 2022. And many of these people are black and brown people. Let's go to this map real quick. This is from the Washington Post. This map shows where the world's 300 million slaves live. This was an article dated from October the 17th, 2013. There are 60,000 in the U.S. It talks about, we think of slavery as a practice of the past or an image from the Roman, Roman colonies of the 18th century American plantations, but the practice of enslaving human beings properly as property still exists. There are 29.8 million people living as slaves right now, according to the comprehensive new report issued by the Australia-based Walk Free Foundation. This is not some softened by modern standards defined of slavery. These 30 million people are living as forced laborers, forced prostitutes, child soldiers, child brides and forced marriages, and in all ways that matter as pieces of property, chattel in the servitude of absolute ownership. Where on the maps it's showing? America, Brazil, South America, Africa, Europe, Russia, China, India, Asia. The percentages of people that are enslaved is something that happens throughout the world. Places like Haiti, Pakistan, India, all these places were places that our people were led as slaves. So now for those of you that can't understand what we're reading, I can't help you. Luke chapter 21, verse 24. And they shall fall by the edge of the sword. This is referring to the Jews. And shall be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. So right now we're still living in the time of the Gentiles. Therefore, the true children of Israel are scattered into all nations as slaves. This is why color matters, because the people of the Bible have been oppressed, indoctrinated by modern religion, and deceived into worshiping false ideologies. Remember at the forefront, you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Skin, skin like burnt brass with woolly hair. And you used to call them a color don't matter. How in the world could you say color don't matter when, it's, when it mattered so much that God had it put in the Bible? All of a sudden, it don't matter. That's what Christianity does. Christianity will have you thinking that you're on an equal footing with your oppressors. But the Bible says that, that the day is going to come 
where the Lord said that he will save us from the hand of our enemies and all that hate us. All of a sudden, we can't think no more. He said, well, who does this think? Who is this talking about? Who needs saving? Like I said, look at each other. Look at the condition we're in. So when I put that back together with what the brother said on the street, when he said, none of y'all supposed to be poor, that registered in my mind that day. Not one of us is supposed to be poor at all. Our forefathers worked in this country for over 300 years of free slave labor, and we didn't get paid a dime. Thank you for listening to the Forefront Radio. We now have a cash app. The link is in the description of the page here on anchor.fm, also on Spotify. We appreciate you listening in. We do have a few features that we are including now. We are selling a few products such as watches, perfumes, colognes, and other uh, products will be available for our Israelite community, as well as the general community of the population. We have a Facebook page. Just type in the Forefront Media, and you'll be able to get updates of of, uh, various shows that we drop when they do drop. Um, please do share this show if you like the show, and we do hope that you do love this show. And uh, tune in for more uh, episodes once we have them available. Thank you for listening to the forefront. I'm your host, Afiel Levi Israel. <laughs>